everybody. Welcome back to Mishmash Men. We're excited to have you back there with us. I hope you enjoyed last week's episode. Uh, I'm here today with, uh, to my right, Mr. Dustin Labar. Hello and good day. My partner in crime. Yeah, that's that's a better one than sidekick. I like that. Yeah, partner in crime is better than sidekick. Partner in crime, because this is criminal, what we're doing. Yes, it is. It's not. Where we do all this stuff and no one pays us. Yeah, that is criminal. (laughs) Somebody, if you're listening, pay us. If you want to sponsor us. Um, speaking of sponsors, uh, one of our, um, kind of, a, a fair trade sponsorship mm-hmm. is, uh, not only the gym, CrossFit Invigorate, yep. give us a space to do podcasting from. That's right. Uh, but, uh, Charlie, Mike never weaken, um, t-shirts. Mm-hmm. Apparel company. Yep. Yep. The apparel company. So, uh, this mishmash men was a, uh, was a Charlie, Mike never weaken shirt and Dusty's university of anomalous phenomena shirt is also one of the shirts. You university. University. Yeah. Intern Abbey. Um, off camera, I'm very excited to have with me. You can't see him, and he's not going to speak, uh, but he's very happy. He just had a glass of whiskey. Is my my younger brother Makai. So welcome, Makai. He just cheers everybody. Uh, he's hanging out with us. Why? Um, he had to go to work with me today for a little bit, and then uh, he decided to come. And he would stay with me and uh, hang out while we podcasted. So that'll be fun. Welcome, Makai. Maybe Abby will do something funny with, uh, with my, like a stick figure. Oh, you know, the yeah, stick figure. Yeah. 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 It's awesome. We'll have to show you that, Makai. Yeah. Um, all right. So this week's episode, um, is on psychological operations. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a mouthful. It is. I like how you say the other thing though, the, the shorter version. Psyops. That's better. It sounds yeah. cooler too. It does. I just wanted to sound very uh, haughty and, and like I knew what I was talking about when I said psychological operations. You, do, you did sound really intelligent. So that's. It's a front, though. Oh, well, that's what that's I sound. Like. Every once in a while, I'll throw in a big word, and just people will be like, he's smart. And then I'm like, I don't even know what it means. I just heard it. That's that's how I roll. Yeah, that's right. That's how I roll. So um, so what are they, and what are some famous ones? And it'll be more discussion, although I have some notes to kind of go down just to kind of direct the conversation. But I know, um, well, first of all, I'll start off with a quote. Um, so I'm, I'm going to throw up a, a quote or throw out a quote and see if you can name who said it. Okay. Um, so it's the quote goes like this: "All warfare is based on deception." Can you just take a wild guess on who said that? Boy, I all like warfare based on deception. Think old. Shang Tsu, Shang Sun Tzu. Sun Tzu. Yep, very good. Really, the art of war. Yep. Oh, nice. Yeah, he was uh, you know military strategist, famous. Uh, that what, book, everybody reads that book. What was it? What was the book? Te- uh, art of War. Art of War. That's right. Yeah, there's uh, two like. The preeminent books on military strategy, Art of War, and von Clausewitz. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I can't remember the name of that one now. All of a sudden, but that's a great, a great book. Hmm. He was a Prussian general. Oh, okay, uh, but anyway, back to Sun Tzu. Uh, all warfare based on deception, and that's really what psychops or psyops are. Is it? Are you talking also like false flag kind of things? A hundred percent. Hundred percent. Gotcha. So they could be any number of things. So um, a propaganda campaign is under the guise of psyops. Yeah, I gotcha. So that's just a subset. And there's those obvious things like propaganda, leaflets mm-hmm. that get distributed. Um, you know, uh, I've been in a couple of conflicts, and, and that was like some leaflets that would be distributed around to mm-hmm. the bad guys, just dropped. And it just talks about, hey, if you come to us, we'll give you food. Oh, okay, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, like warm blankets. Like, there's a lot of cool stuff going on over here. We won't be bombing you. <laughs> we uh, definitely won't bomb you, yeah. wink. So, um, so anyway, there's, there's that end, um, of psyops. And then there's also, 
um, propaganda as an as an arm or an instrument of psychological operations, where you're you know uh, the media is used to to uh, talk about the great things that that you're mm-hmm. doing, but it's all it's mind warfare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not force on force. Right, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. You're trying to get. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. So, um, and again, we talked about propaganda before, and it was a pretty good episode. And we talked about great examples from you know from all of history. Right. Um, and so, but now this is more of a uh, an unfolding of just the other aspects of psycho- psyops. Right. Um, so uh, we talked about the leaflets, uh, deceptive. So the other ones are like deceptive campaigns. Yeah. Uh, false flags, mm-hmm. um, and just like fake. You know, completely fake stuff. And when we say false flags, we'll talk about those in a minute. Uh, sometimes people automatically think um, false flags are, well, that whole thing is fake. Yeah. That's not necessarily so. Well, like Hitler burned the Reichstag. Is that what it is? Yes. Yeah, like he burned the Reichstag, and then, you know, that was one way to get the support that he needed to right. do what he needed to do. Yeah. That's right. Okay. And that was a, that was a great example of false yeah. flag. We'll, we'll talk about those. Because something actually, because false flag, what you're saying is that some people think it didn't happen. But something did happen. But the false the flag is that it, they're playing it off as somebody else did it. Basically. Yeah, false flag is um, where you do something, right? And but then you, even though you did it or your team, you attribute it to some other group, right? 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 You blame yeah. it on somebody else. You're it's like, literally a false flag. Did. Like, yeah. hey, those guys over there did it. Yeah, the, these it. guys that yeah. we all hate. Yeah, these we need to get them. Yeah, you need to vote for Look me. Look what they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got. You. And we do that when we're kids, right? Hey, my sister just. Yeah. Destroy the kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dog did it. Yeah, the dog. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so one of the uh, one of the ones that, that kind of got me started on this is doing this as a subject is uh, something I'd studied a long time ago, maybe 20, 25 years ago, called Operation Mincemeat. I don't know. You that. ever heard of that one? Uh, it sounds familiar, but I don't. I couldn't even guess. There was a. They made a movie back in the early eighties about it. I think. Um, but it, this was set in World War II. Operation Mincemeat was an operation during World War II. And what it was, uh, the Allies were going to attack through Sicily. They're going to move into Europe proper. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were going to move through Italy, uh, up through Sicily and into Italy, and attack the southern part of that western front. Okay. But they wanted to divide those forces that the Axis had and, and push as many of them away from that area so there, it's not as much of a force. So the right. way to do that is a psychological operation. Yeah. So this is really neat. So what they did was they had a, um, they took a body, somebody that had recently died. And I think he, you know, might have, uh, he, he died. It was like a bomb or somebody that wasn't working. They froze his body. Okay. And then they had, and they, they were ready for this. They were, they had the prep, the mission prep done to where all they had to do was just execute. And they were just waiting for a body that would be a candidate to drop off. That would be somebody of military age that okay. could be passed off as a military courier. Okay. Um, and, and they dressed him in a, like a Royal Marine outfit. So it's a, a U, primarily a UK mission. Okay. But under the Allies. And they took this, uh, they dressed him up as a, a Royal Marine. They had, uh, you know, a case, uh-huh. uh, you know, with his papers. And it had like fake documents. <laughs> uh, without saying like, hey, we're going to go in through Sardinia. But yeah. just kind of cheeky uh, British humor about Hey, the sardines are great. I gotcha. Yeah. So what they did was they dropped them off. They didn't drop them off like in Sardinia. Yeah. Or in Germany, but they just dropped them off in a on, from a boat or a plane or something, mm-hmm. as if the plane had crashed off the coast of Spain. Whoa. 
And so the Spaniard, you know, some, and Spain was not there. Uh, they were run by the uh, Franco, mm-hmm. who was a fascist. And um, which, again, re- do your studies. Fascist does not mean somebody that you don't like. Yeah. Fascist is a, a form of government where the government is is closely aligned with business and they're directing business what to do. So it's a, another form of socialism. So anyway, uh, but Spain was kind of sort of neutral during World War II, but they leaned heavily towards the socialists, the national socialists or the Nazis. Yeah. So what they did was they dropped them off. They knew that Spain was going to get the body because mm-hmm. uh, it's a royal, guys dressed as a royal marine, that their intel officers are going to go and investigate. And so they did, and then it, it made it look as though the Allies were going to attack through Sardinia. Gotcha. And then Germany and Italy moved their forces over to that part, you know, which is east of Italy proper. Okay. And then it divided some of those forces that would otherwise have been there in yeah, Sicily. So they basically tricked them to send them to a different front yes. and be able to sneak in and fight less people. Right. Makes sense. But it was extensive. I mean, they had, like, movie tickets that he went to a movie. And the idea was that he had just come back from this area. They gotcha. gave him, like, stuff he would have if he were in Greece. Sure. And then as if the plane crashed or got shot down or yeah. you know, whatever. So it's pretty neat. I mean, that's a pretty smart, smart move, right? Really smart. Yeah, I mean, smart. Have you ever heard the conspiracy theory that Stalin um, uh, pushed Hitler to do what he did in Europe? I have not heard that one. That's a good one. So the reason is, is that Stalin knew that the only way to, you can't have anybody oppose communism and you have to start fresh basically. So what he was, this is, this is not true. It's a conspiracy theory. I think, I don't know. But if he pushes Hitler to basically burn Europe and then the Russians come in and save the day, Uh they can basically spread communism throughout Europe. That's because, a good one. Because Russia has, they're like, he's like, hey, you're right. You should do these things. Hitler goes and burns all of Europe. And then Russia comes in and saves the day. And then, you know, they're basically starting from zero. They can take all these people and they can spread communism through it. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, Which would be a psychological ops if that was the case. It would be. Yeah. And and um, it wouldn't be surprising because uh, Stalin's the guy. I mean, he was the guy that said you can't make an omelet unless you break a few eggs. Yep, well, he did not care about his people at all. Sure didn't. Sure no. didn't care about his people. No. So uh, um, I thought you might like that one. Yeah, I, I thought good. about telling you that the other day. And now that you brought this up, that was, that that's was good. a good time to tell you. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. Fun. To, yeah, that's good times. So, uh, so some of the other things during World War II, Operation Fortitude. And that was you had, um, you know, like fake armies um, and that equipment, that sort of thing. Blow up ships? Did they have fl- inflatable ships that looked real? So they had that, that. So there were two things. They had ghost armies that were in Europe yeah. with inflatable stuff, trucks, yeah, artillery okay. pieces, tanks, all that sort of thing. And they would just be in different areas and also radio traffic. And just make it look like stuff. Just was make it look on, like, yeah. hey, there's an army unit over here. Yeah. But they also had, before D-Day invasion in Normandy, they had several units that looked like they were prepping to go elsewhere other than the Normandy coast. Gotcha. So uh, Operation Fortitude was the one that was before Normandy invasion. Yeah. And then the Ghost Armies were the ones that were just throughout Europe during the entire campaign. I gotcha. Um, but again, that's all PSYOPs. Yeah. It's, to, it's not direct fighting, but it's to influence the fighting sure. of the war. Sure. That's and right. if, you, if, you want, if you want a battle without firing a shot, that's a win, right? Would you consider um, guer- the start of guerrilla warfare, like during um, our revolution, that's kind of like a psych- psychological ops because nobody was expecting a fighting style like that? You understand what I mean? I, I know what you mean. Um, I don't necessarily agree that nobody was uh, expecting that. 
Um, so well, like, like what I mean is like you had like the red coats and they were in formation and like marching towards battle. Mm-hmm. And then there's dudes like jumping out of trees yeah, and like, you know, you know what I mean? Like they were, well, the, the, remember the British had fought during the French and Indian war mm-hmm. with the British before that. So they were accustomed to that thing too. Gotcha. That kind of concept. And, and, um, the, uh, Prussian, um, general that came over and helped, uh, our revolutionary war forces mm-hmm. train and fight like Europeans. So it was force on force. I understand. Um, that was another concept, but yeah, that guerrilla warfare, terrorism, Mm-hmm. All of that stuff is all a set piece of psyops gotcha. because you're trying to instill fear in the yeah. enemy um, or in the population behind the enemy. Right. Gotcha. So, yeah, kind of, sort of. Kind of, sort of. Yeah. Close enough. Um, so we started talking about f- false flags. That was like a subset that uh, I wanted to hit up, and that was uh, that was good. You brought up the Reichstag f- uh, fire. Yeah. Uh, the Reichstag was the German parliament building, mm-hmm. and um, it was burned, mm-hmm. and attributed to communist agitators. Mm -hmm. So another way to do it is, uh, you know, kind of draw, get everybody focused on what you're, you know, what you're uh, on your team. Yep. And like, hey, those guys are bad guys. Yeah. Look what they did. But it was actually you that did it. Yeah, that's right. Um, Do you have more false flags? Yeah. Okay. I won't say anything. Oh, go ahead. Um, What was the one, what was the one that Kennedy was really well known for? During his time, not not that he did it, but what was the what, that what was the one that that was going on when he was president? Uh, Operation Northwoods. Operation North. What happened there? It was it something that some general signed off of, and he was like, "No, I can't do this." Yeah. So, um, so there was Operation Northwoods, which was kind of slightly related to Operation Mongoose. Operation Mongoose was the same general. Okay. Um, Operation Mongoose was um, psyops in. And Cuba. Cuba. And it was disruptive because there was assassination. They wanted to assassinate Castro because yeah. he had just uh, overthrew the uh, the other government that was in there. And um, and But Operation Northwoods, it's been declassified not that long. Yeah. Um, but they were deliberately going to have, um, this is a DOD operation, mm-hmm. and that same general is kind of behind it. Um, uh, terrorist acts under a false flag mm-hmm. in the United States. In our, on our soil. Okay, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and that and that's why Kennedy was like, "No, I can't do this." Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, now there's there's questions about how much he knew of it. He might have been briefed at just super top level, like, "Hey, we want to do these things," and kind of glossing over details. Yeah. Uh, McNamara was supposedly against it. I don't know what they knew. Yeah. But I do know Operation Northwoods was a thing. Yeah. And it's something the DoD had said, "Hey, we want to do this thing. We want we we want to harm our population and our our people's property." To overthrow Castro in Cuba. In, in order to stir up and agitate us. So we're like, hey, we got to get rid of this Castro guy. And we wanted to also arm the rebels in Cuba, right? That was the, that was part of a. Right. Yeah. That was really like what we wanted to do is get, arm those guys to overthrow Castro. Right. Which was a, did not work. No, that Bay of Pigs. Yeah. Yeah, it was a disaster. Well, that's like the quintessential Bay of Pigs. I mean, it, it turns into this own its own little name. Like, well, yeah. that's pretty bad. It's like the Bay of Pigs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like this utter disaster. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. So, yeah. That, but anyway, that uh, 100%, that was one of those things that um, that Kennedy shot down, said, I don't want any part of it. Yeah. And that was his the senior leadership at, OS, or at uh, Department of Defense. The, the conspiracy theory is that 9-11 was a false flag. That's what they say. The conspiracy theory. Yeah. They. They. And, and in order to do what? I mean, what do you think the, the output of that would be? Well, I don't know. I think it's a deeper question than that. I think there's a lot of things. Like, they wanted to go to war 
with, uh, well, hypothetically, they wanted to go to war with Saddam Hussein. And also part of that is the other side of it is all about every time anything comes up over there or in the Middle East or anywhere like that, it's always about oil. Right. It seems to be always the always the underlying case. If we go fight over there, we're going to be able to take control of the oil and all that stuff. Because, you know, we we went to Iraq, but it wasn't Iraq that even that w- was even accused of um, hitting the towers in 9-11. They were just saying that they have weapons of mass destruction at that point. Right. So Which was proven to be completely false and fabricated. Yeah, they didn't have them. Yeah, which was they a, didn't have them. And they knew, and, and we know now that they knew that we... That they didn't have. Yeah, uh, it's a pretty hard thing to say. They were like, uh, we're pretty sure they're right there. And yeah. like, where? It's like that square thing. And they were like, that building? And they're like, eh, it's close enough. So that's the interesting part. So um, so we know that they knew that they didn't have weapons of mass destruction. And if it was for oil, like, wouldn't we have a lower oil prices? Mm-hmm. So it wasn't for oil. Yeah. And it wasn't. Because they had weapons of mass destruction, so why did we go there, and why why have we been invading country after country after country in the Middle East? The uh, that's a good question. The um, military industrial complex. They just got to have a war. Yeah, maybe they just have to fight. Maybe. Do you have a different opinion? I have several opinions. You don't want to say them now. No. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> I want to get uh, monetized first. Oh, that. So do I have to wait for that, or will you tell me off air? Oh, I'll tell you all. Okay, okay, okay. I'll tell you all yeah, kinds of okay, things. Okay. Whatever you want to hear. Okay, well, I want to hear this. Um, and if you pay me $5, I'll text you what Adam told me. 100%. Yeah, every $5, I'll text you what Adam said. Yeah, we, as long as we split it. Yeah, we'll split it. Yeah. Yep. Uh, right down the middle. 60 40. I'll oh. do 60 40. Who gets 60? Uh, you 60. Oh, I get 60? Yeah. I was going to do 50 50. Yeah. 250 to you, 250 to me. Yeah. Okay. Because I could just say anything. Well, we'll go, we'll go two to you, two to me, one to the podcast. There you go. Okay. To Abby the intern. Abby the intern. Actually, yeah. we'll go one to you, one to me, one to the podcast, there we go. two to Abby. There we go. Boom. The intern. The intern. Okay. So uh, another one, another uh, false flag, uh, and this one's kind of rather famous and it's embarrassing, is the USS Maine. You, you heard of that? The USS Maine. No, I haven't heard of that one. Or maybe I haven't. I don't know. So remember the Maine? The Maine? The battle cry. Uh, well, oh, that, no, that was the battle that. cry for... Like, remember um, the main. Yes. Like that. Okay, kind of like remember the Alamo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they wanted a similar thing. So uh, there was a false flag event where um, it, I don't know if it was us or people friendly to us. We wanted to go to war to Spain, with yeah. Spain. Yeah. And, and that's how what started the Spanish-American War. Yeah. Ostensibly, uh, don't know this for sure, ostensibly to kick Spain out of Cuba. Okay. Uh, because they were in Cuba. We didn't want any of the, you know, classic Europeans in the Western Hemisphere Uh, and the Americas. So USS Maine was blown up. Um, The battle cry, remember the Maine, like remember the Alamo. Mm -hmm. And that was the propaganda end of it. Remember the Alamo is a great propaganda piece, but it's part of a larger psychological operation. Gotcha. So we blew up our own ship Mm -hmm. and then started a war over that. I'm going to say something pretty, maybe people don't like this, but we should stop doing stuff like that. That's what I think. Right? Is that crazy to say? You know, I think I think what we need is a really weak and feeble federal government. Yeah, people don't like it when you that say don't that. do stuff like that. People don't like when you say that, but they should not have as much power as they do. No, because you know what history tells us. What? That you can't trust government. Well, you asked. That's yeah. right. You can't trust government. Yeah, for sure. Especially right now when they have uh, just, I guess, unlimited power. It ends up being like this mafia that uh, just kind of runs roughshod over people. Yeah. And it, you got to tamp them down. That's what the founders said. But mafia is illegal. 
uh, it is illegal. Yeah. But if you're making the laws, it becomes legal. That's a good point. Good. But it doesn't mean it's right. You gotta be you gotta be able to make the laws. That's what the point that's, that's what the right. key is. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Gotta be able to make those laws. So we talked about the USS Maine. We talked about Operation Northwoods. Uh, here are some others. Okay. So these are now like really weird psyops. Okay. Uh, MK Ultra. I love this one. All right. Go. What do you know? One. So the theory is is that the government, the CIA specifically, was experimenting with LSD to, to for mind control. Uh-huh. Right? And the other big conspiracy... I don't think it's a conspiracy. I think it's it's not yeah. a conspiracy. They admitted it. It's, yeah, it's, it's not a... I shouldn't say that. Um, that they were using, like, the Manson murders were... Okay, I don't know if they admitted that, but but go ahead. Okay, well, well, I don't know if they've admitted that, but but that they were... Okay, so maybe this is a conspiracy theory, is that the government was actually working with Charles Manson, training him how to how to control people with LSD, and um, that's how the Manson murders came about. So they were all taking LSD. He had this group of people and was able to convince them to commit murder, but they were basically seeing... Um, if they could control people with LSD. And then they also had operation midnight, which was, they were dosing these Johns with LSD and all this kind of crazy stuff like that. I yeah. don't know if I hit everything you want to talk about, but no, that's, it's a good discussion starter. So MK ultra, it was a, a total program. Yeah. Uh, and it might have been uh, more than that in a second. So mind control and enhanced interrogation techniques, uh, espionage, covert ops. That's yeah. MK ultra. It's the big ticket items. So they were using LSD and other mind-altering drugs yep. uh, to see how they could influence folks for interrogation, for use in things unbeknownst to them because not all of the participants were aware that they were a participant. I think that was uh, operate. Oh no, it was Operation Midnight Climax is what it was called. That's uh-huh. when they were dosing the Johns and the Johns didn't know that they were getting dosed with LSD. Yeah. Yep. Uh, they used also electroconvulsive therapy. Okay. That sounds uh, horrible. Sensory deprivation. Okay, I've heard uh, of that. That's uh, awful. Uh, and hypnosis. They were using all these mind things, and there were a number of psychologists and psychiatrists that were participants in directing the traffic on, you know, the science of yeah. the A-Ultra. Um, and, but like I said, the, the sub, some of the subjects, or I don't know how many, but they were unwitting. They had no idea what was going on. They were just participants in this, and they were being, uh, they were patsies. They were used, and including perhaps... Charles Manson. How do you feel about that part, Charles Manson? Do you think that he was a direct? Because Jolly West, who who was a a figure in a lot of stuff, like a lot of issues during that time period, I think he even has something to do with Kennedy. Like, I think, oh, you know what it was? Uh, uh, Jolly West, who was head of the MK Ultra program, went and visited, um, oh, crap. Um, Who's the guy that assassinated? Who's the guy that killed the guy that killed... Um, Jack, Jack Ruby, Jack Ruby. He visited Jack Ruby. Oh yeah. Um, and and was also every time. So Charles Manson had was arrested for other crimes, and then Jolly, Jolly West would go like let him out of like would go talk to people and be like you got to let this guy out. Yeah. And then he would be able to go free. Is the story? What well, my take on it is is similar. We had a similar discussion on. Remember the alien discussion we had? Oh, I remember it. Yeah, I know it's. <laughs> It's, it's a subject you probably uh, barely remember. Yeah, it's fresh in my mind, yeah. even right now. So the best um, the best way to do something like a false flag or a psychological operation is the, the names that you hear mm-hmm. are the names that you hear. It's intentional that you hear those names. Like, so you think Jolly West is on purpose? Yeah. 
and Jack Ruby on purpose. Gotcha. All of them. That's that. And you know, I have no inside knowledge of this. Okay. But if I were to run a psychological operation and I wanted to do something devious, let's say get rid of somebody. Well, I'm not going to tell the guy that's going to get rid of this somebody. Yeah. My entire plan. Yeah. I'm going to influence him through two, three, maybe even four intermediaries. Okay. Or maybe even a nest, uh, a nest of intermediaries. Mm-hmm. And and our uh, our own um, Federal Bureau of Investigations, they've been caught several times now, mm-hmm. where they uh, they convince these dupes to oh let's uh, let's go start hatch a plan to kidnap. Uh, a governor of a state, let's yeah. say Michigan. Yeah, yeah. and it turns that. out like ninety nine percent of the people that were hatching this plan, yeah. they were all FBI informants or FBI directs. And there's one guy, and that, that one guy is the one guy that takes a fall. That's a and you meet him, you hear him talk, you're like, that guy's not hatching any plans. Yeah. I mean, he you, he couldn't hatch a plan to go to the Seven Eleven and buy a cigar. Yeah, that's a wild story. Yeah, that's a wild story. And so, um, so what you do is you you set it up to where there is no there's plausible deniability. Mm-hmm. So you have this witness that he heard something. Well, how do you inform that witness? Well, you get a couple other folks to kind of stir the pot and share information. Gotcha. I understand. I understand what you're saying. So uh, I think it's entirely plausible. Yeah. Um, the only way MK Ultra came out was through the church committee. Have you heard the yep. church committee yep. hearings? Yep, I have. So what, what do you know about that? The church, would the church committee look into the assassination of JFK too? I forget now. What else did they look into? I don't think they looked at that. Oh, okay. I okay. think that was off limits. Okay. But they they discovered all the things. Not they discovered some of the things that the CIA was doing. That's right. That's right. Yeah. The, the, was including that, was MK that Ultra. At the, was that at the direction of JFK, or was that after he was assassinated? Oh, it was, it was in the seventies. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. So who? So somebody directed the Church Commission to look into the CIA's. There was hubbub. Theory. There's a lot of hubbub about it. Yeah. So I think what it is is that um, is this right that the like. Congressmen, senators wanted to know what was going on in the CIA. Right, and this like guy, the, right the, the guy that chaired it was, uh, his last name was Church. Right, right, right. Yeah. And he was a representative. So they tried to, so they tried to, so the JFK assassination was off limits? I wouldn't say it's off limits, but it, was, it wasn't in the scope of their their, would, their study. Why would that be in the scope? It seems That's wild. A, that is a great question. I mean, that seems like the first thing I would ask. 100%. I would ask it right now. Let's go. I mean, the CIA killed Kennedy. I mean, right? That's... I mean, they pretty much said it. That's what his nephew said it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's right. They were like, no, he killed, they, they killed him, yeah. yeah. Well, he shouldn't have, uh, I'm a little worried for him in general. A little worried for him, yeah. his safety. Um, because he's kind of doing things his uncle did. He's like, I'm going to disband the pharmaceutical companies. Yeah. And they're like, all right, now we hear you. I've uh, got hope, though. Yeah. I, I think, uh, anyway, go he's ahead. He's going to be safe. Um, but. That would be, is that the greatest conspiracy in American history? The JFK assassination? I'd say that's, I mean, if you take out uh, the head of state of ostensibly the most powerful nation or one of the most powerful nations ever. Yeah. I think that's kind of a big deal. And for years it's it's been attributed as low gunman. And now it looks like there might've been some involvement. Yeah. Right. There's, there's definitely some, some amount of, uh, some amount of tomfoolery going on in that. It's at least worth questioning, but yeah. it, again, it you know we're under the. Uh, at, sorry, 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 sorry. No, no. Sorry, go ahead. It. Well, I'm going to get to the punchline in a minute, okay. and we might go back to that question. Okay. okay. All right. So MK Ultra. Another thing out of the the Church Committee. Well, let me talk about the Church Committee for a second. So they they discovered a counter intel program that okay. was an FBI program where they were like subverting. 
they were integrating themselves into uh, leftist groups, mm-hmm. into uh, other groups like communist groups, uh, Martin Luther King and his inner circle. And so they were they were trying to make them look bad. Yeah. Whether or not they were bad or not, it's not for me to say. Mm-hmm. But they were integrated into these. And it, what they were doing was uh, the church committee was exposing what, you know, what, what they were doing in those those groups. Did they expose that? I think people were literally like um, saying some crazy stuff about Martin Luther King Jr. Uh-huh. In, did they discover that in the church commission? Like that they were. I think like, so. Because they were like trying to make him look sexually promiscuous and like all right. this other stuff. Okay. Yeah. Which he may have been, but they revealed it well, I mean, it's to like, make it's, him look bad. It's irrelevant. It I mean, is irrelevant. I mean, it's irrelevant if he was sexually promiscuous or not. Because the the really key things is like, what was he saying? And how was he motivating folks to like stand up for their rights and to be uh, yeah. looked at as individuals rather yeah. than this group? He was like, we need to have rights. And they were like, don't like this guy. Yeah. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. So another thing that the church committee discovered was Operation Mockingbird. Operation Mockingbird. I've heard of that. I don't know what it is. All right. So Mockingbird was the CIA infiltrates major news organizations or just any news organization. They admitted to major news organizations. Uh, and they had some that were witting accomplices, like major journalists that knew uh-huh. who they who was writing their checks yeah. or who was asking them questions. And folks that they may not have known. Um that who was feeding them stories. Okay. So they were, they were informing, they were becoming these reliable sources for journalists mm-hmm. about the activities and stuff, but they were directing propaganda through these news organizations. And our CIA was doing that. Can I make a comment on this? A hundred percent. I don't know why it makes me feel better, but this stuff that came out in the Twitter files seems so wild. And it makes me feel a little bit better that like, it's not just our time, like other times I had to deal with this stuff oh, yeah. too. Cause when you read the Twitter files, they're like, or even face like the Facebook stuff. And they're like, Hey, you need to shut this guy down. He's talking a lot of stuff right. like the, from the government. Like Mark Zuckerberg, he was like, yeah, the FBI called us and was like, Hey, yeah, this guy's a problem. Or like he's spreading disinformation. It's like, Hey, he's not know, on the team. You know, that Hunter Biden laptop thing. It's, it's not, not interesting. Deal, dude. It's yeah. not a big deal. I we have, we have 50 Intel officials that say it's, it's Russian disinformation. Yeah. And Mark Zuckerberg was like, okay, sure. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'd love to. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get that right on that. That's dangerous. Yeah, it's dangerous. It's like there's a. Do you feel like that um, social media should be a? This is okay. Never mind. Another time. Another topic. No, go ahead. So everybody, everybody has the right to like electricity and water. Right. Is it is it a utility? Well, I don't know if it's a right. Rights are very very basic. Okay. Okay. Should have easy access to. Because a, a right would mean that um, that now. Let's say I don't want to pay my electricity bill. Yeah. Well, I'm not paying my electricity bill. Yeah. That that means now you have to pay my electricity bill, so I got to like yeah, enforce yeah. you to pay my bill. So that's not really. A I right. guess that's not what I, I guess that's not. I guess that's not what I'm trying to. We say. We should have access to the same thing. Everybody should have easy access to it, and it should not be government regulated in any way. Even so, I guess what I'm saying is like it's a private company, but that private company shouldn't be able to. If Adam Mauser is saying some wild stuff, shut that person down. Right. That, even I 100% even pri- agree with that. It's a private company, but it is still free speech on the platform, and you shouldn't be able to shut Adam out, even if he's saying wild, unbelievable stuff. Is that that's? I guess that's what I'm asking. I there is this is is very difficult to to like thread that needle for sure. Because yeah. we're you, what you're talking about is like on social media, like we all don't have 
yeah, this right to social media. But this is like the it's like the square, the village square. If you yeah. So do, if I start saying something on a village square, can can the government come in and say, hey, Mauser is talking crazy? Yeah. And it it's going to harm our safety. He's he's talking about um, how the vaccine is harmful to people. Yeah. And they need to shut him down. Like, why don't you guys go ahead and just trim him back a little bit? Because we're interested in your safety. Yeah. Um, I have a problem with that. Yeah. Because two things. One, we know that governments lie. Yeah. And we know. They do? Yeah. I know. Sorry. And we also know from recent history that they've lied about the vaccine. Yeah. And so, like, who are they to say then? Yeah. So, uh, so anyway, but we, we, I guess the question I was trying, I guess the question that I was trying to get to is that I think it's happening right now in Twitter and I'll, I'll let me go back to that, but everybody should have the right to speak openly on those platforms without fear of getting shut down because the, the coherent and people like the incoherent people that, you know, are like talking nonsense. They should be, people won't listen to them. They'll get self They'll get self-monitored. Self-filtered. Self-filtered out. Um, It's even happening right now in Twitter, I think. So, like, because Elon has backed off of, like, um, uh, regulating what goes on there, people are like, oh, these people are saying wild, crazy stuff. Well, people are acknowledging that and then moving on. So the stuff that we were afraid of, like, oh, don't say that because it's misinformation. Well, people are just, like, accepting it as this person is wrong and he's saying some wild nonsense and we don't have to listen to him, which is good. Because that's how it should work. It should be self-filtering. It should be self-filtering. It, it, here's where it gets tricky. So let's say we have a newspaper and we're publishing this newspaper. We're okay. a private company. Yeah. You and I own the newspaper. Yeah. Uh, it belong, We're like broadcasting information to the citizens and our mm-hmm. subscribers. Mm-hmm. But it's an open form. Well, we also want to restrict, like if some guy writes this letter that's harmful to uh, our name. Yeah. Like our name, because our name is on there, published by Dusty and Adam yeah. Mishmash Mint. Yeah. Well, we might not want to publish what this guy says because he is, he's a troublemaker. Yeah. And so we should have some sort of say in that. Sure. Um, but then the flip side is, if it becomes so public that it's like this open forum and there's no way, like, so if I publish a letter from this rabble rouser in, in our newspaper, we publish it. Yeah. Um, there's some that say, well, you're liable now because you published this clown's letter. Yeah. And so we're going to sue you, Adam and Dusty. Yeah. And so now we're financially liable because we broadcast this. Like scene. if this guy incited a riot. Right. Hypothetically. Yeah, okay. hypothetically. Uh, but then there's this other side of it that says, well, it's a public forum. Like anybody can input anything in yeah. Twitter. Yeah, right. So should it be just completely free and it's self-correcting where the, the nut jobs get kind of ignored? Yeah. Um with a certain following that develops, it's a, it's a tough question to ask and it's worthy of discussion as a, as a culture. Yeah, that's fair. Worthy of a discussion. But we definitely shouldn't just. The govern not, government, the government should not be like anything. informing you and me. Let's say we own Twitter now. Yeah. Say, hey, you guys need to stop these yeah. guys over here talking about making people wear purple sweaters. Yeah. That's for your safety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So ignore them. Yeah. Don't let them publish. Yeah. That's wrong. That's wrong. That is 100% yeah. wrong. The government shouldn't step in on that and tell no. you to do it. Yeah. They should not. I agree with that. Okay. Um, all right. So uh, Operation Mockingbird. So they infiltrated the news organizations. And I don't know if you remember this. Um, when we talked about propaganda, the Smith-Munt Act. I remember us talking about it. I don't remember specifically now, though. So Smith-Munt, 
Um, this was 1947, the mm-hmm. Smith-Mont Act. They were two proponents of this act that became law under Harry S. Truman. Remember, the, the uh, Cold War was going on. Mm-hmm. And what we're going to do is government agencies are going to fund propaganda. Yeah. They didn't use that word, but they're going to fund it in like outside of the U.S. because yeah. we have this Cold War going on. Yep. And, um, and so government agencies are talking about what's going to be published in papers and are going to have articles favoring the U.S. and anti-Soviet. Mm-hmm. And I remember in, I can't remember, 2000, 2012, Obama signed the Modernization Act mm-hmm. that said, oh, well, they, they can do that in the U.S. now. Okay. So did, did Operation Mockingbird die? No, it doesn't seem like it. it may, maybe they renamed it. Yeah. Well, they do that a lot. The government does that a lot. Yeah. The, hey, we'll, can, we canceled that program. Yeah. We canceled this one, but we got this new one that's better. Yeah. Oh, you don't even talk about it. Yeah, they don't. Like, oh, until, we don't do that anymore. Until 20 years later. That's what those like, crazy guys all right. did. All right. He got we us. fired those guys. Yeah. But we got these new guys. <laughs> so um, so don't forget that. The Smith-Munt Act was bolstered. So now it's completely legal for yeah. government agencies to broadcast propaganda. Yeah, which they do. Which they do. Yeah. And uh, that's that should frighten us. And we should be talking to our elected representatives about it. Yeah, we should. Um, last thing I'm going to do, I'm going to close with this. Um, and we'll, we're going to talk about this again, but I'm going to wait a little bit okay. uh, for feedback. But there's there's been a couple other things that have developed recently that have been mighty interesting. Um, but anyway, I'm going to close with a Churchill quote. It says, in wartime, truth is so precious that she should always be attended by a bodyguard of lies. Okay. So a lot of times you'll have this truth that um, that your, your side, I'm not going to say the good guys are the bad guys. And that truth is there, mm-hmm. but it's guarded by this this family of lies that surrounds it, mm-hmm. and where you just discount everything about that clump, yeah, and you just ignore it. So it's a, it's a great quote. It was very useful in World War II because they had a lot of propaganda psyops that were going on, yeah. Um, but anyway, just uh, just to close it out, the Nazis were masters at that stuff. The Nazis were, and the Allies were good too. Yeah, yeah, that's not. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. That's when. Uh, when did Uncle Sam come out? World War One. World War One. Yeah, and that then, was brilliant. And then um, World War Two was the uh, what's the working woman? Rosie. Rosie. Rosie the Riveter. That was two. That was two. That was two. Yeah. Propaganda. It works. It, it does work. Yeah. That and that's just another form of uh, psyops, yeah. the larger family psyops. So uh, hope you enjoyed that. That was very interesting. I like talking about that kind of stuff. Oh, I know. That's fun. Yeah. That's fun. After we get off the air, we'll talk about what I really think. Though. Okay, great. And if yeah. you want to pay me five dollars on Venmo, I will tell you what Adam said. Yeah. One goes to me. One goes to Adam. One goes to the podcast. $2 goes to Abby the intern. Yeah. Tie your so, shoes tight because it's juicy. Yeah. You hear that? Juicy. And if you don't have my direct number, it's because we're not friends. So That's don't right. Do and you won't like it on social media yeah. that much I, we know. If you post something about this episode, I will not like it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I hope uh, hope you all enjoyed this. Uh, fire your questions away and uh, or just talk to me informally. Yep. Five dollars uh, though. Five dollars. Yeah. Yep. Pay, to, uh, pay to say. Yep. Pay to, pay to say. <laughs> I'm going to get a shirt that says that. That's a pretty good idea. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, hope you all enjoyed this episode. Fire your questions at us. Let us know what you think. And look us up on social media. We appreciate you. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. See you.